This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... And welcome to Positive Talk Radio on at noon on Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. And I know we're a couple minutes late, but sometimes that happens in the world of technology. Sometimes it just doesn't work as well as we'd like. But Nathan is here, and he's always here. And uh, I wanted to talk to Nathan real quick. How are you, sir? Hey, Kevin. Uh, here maybe 25% of the time, because, you know, you got Eric running the three other shows. But as far as uh, Friday at noontime goes, I'm always here. I'm always happy to see you, too. It's you, We have worked uh, for a while together. You know, we've worked for like four or five years now together. Yeah, I mean, it extends beyond just Positive Talk Radio. There's, of course, other involvements you've been on with KKNW, which I've had the pleasure of being behind the board for your shows for, and it's always a great time whenever we have you behind the microphone. Well, I appreciate it. It's always it's always fun. And we've got a great guest for us today, uh, for everybody today. And uh, her name is uh, uh, Jean Collins, and she is an interior designer by trade. She's also an author. She's a publisher. She's doing all kinds of wonderful stuff. And since we're a little late, we should probably, well, first of all, what's the weather going to be like this weekend and do I care? Uh, just if you care about rain and having a decent amount of it, then uh, that's something you might want to look forward to. But uh, it's going to just slowly increase with the clouds and some of those will even bring rain. But if you had like stormy weather on this past Monday, that does not look like it's going to repeat itself. So pretty easy time with this bout of rain coming through. Well, it's, it is October after all, and we did and we did uh, test fate by having an awesome middle of the week. So, yes, we I did. Guess, I guess this is the way the way it goes. So, in any event, uh, Jean is with us, and I want to talk to her because she is. We had a great time talking the other day, and I really enjoyed our time together. And it's so cool to have you back. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. It's great to see you. We did. We had so much fun talking. I can't wait to do it again. I know it was it was a great time, and and not only that, it was very informative uh, because you have been around the block a couple of times, and you've done a bunch of things, and you're continuing to do more. And uh, we're going to talk about all of that today, and your experiences, and how you got from A to here, which is not Z yet. It's someplace I'd guess probably about O C or D. Because you get a long time left to to make your uh, um, make your mark in the world and create a legacy, and which is really something that uh, I hope everybody will be looking to do for themselves is create a legacy for their lives and what they can do for the next several generations. And uh, I know you're working on that, so I think that's I think that's awesome. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, if you wouldn't be so kind i would love to and you are correct leaving a legacy and giving back is so important so i'm glad that you mentioned that um so my name is gene collins i live in connecticut right outside of new york city about an hour outside of new york city i am the founder and principal designer of germar designs which is a luxury interior design studio here in new canaan connecticut this is my second career 
I changed careers drastically right before I turned 50. So a lot about that. And I recently wrote a memoir. I wrote my book. It's called Two Feet In, Lessons from an All-In Life. And it really is about how I can give back and have other people learn from my experiences and hopefully help themselves live a more fulfilled life by learning my lessons and kind of incorporating some of those into their own lives. First of all, for those of us who can actually see you, um, I think I, and I hate to call you out on this, but I'm going to call you a liar. There ain't no way you're 50 years old. I am. I just turned 53 in August. So. <laughs> well, by gum, you're honest too. I, I am honest. And you know what? I love when people tell me that I don't look my age because I think that's a representation of the life I live and the lifestyle I live and how I take care of myself and how I make myself a priority. And um, you know, how I put life first. And I think that my physical appearance is a reflection of that. So it makes people kind of take pause and say, huh, maybe I should try some of what she's trying. <laughs> exactly. Well, also, you know, the, your, your mom and pop did um, put a little bit into that. So, um, they did, of course, you've, you've got, you've got really great genes and that's why they call you gene. There you go. Not the first time I've heard that. Oh, I thought that was being your original. Original, yeah. I know, I know. Oh, well. It's a good one, though. Yeah. So, in your life <clears throat> that you've worked so hard to to develop yourself, what was it about you? What do you think it was that you said to yourself one day, "I need to be more. I want to accomplish more. I want to be have a, a more understanding of who I am." What what was that? When when did that happen for you? It honestly, it happened over time. Um, but there were a couple pivotal events in my life, and I'll I'll focus on one because I think it's something that people can relate to. Um, so I spent the first 22 years of my life in advertising sales. So I was an executive. Um, I worked for a public company. I ran an East Coast sales team and, you know, was responsible for about 40 people and had to report to Wall Street every quarter and hit sales goals. And it was a crazy life. I traveled a lot. I worked a lot. It was very stressful, um, but I did enjoy it. At least I thought I was really happy and enjoyed it. And right before I turned 50, I actually lost that nice big VP job and really had to take a step back and think about who did I want to be when I grow up? What did I want to do for the next stage of my life? And I had committed 22 years of my life to that career and I'd been very successful. But I was a single parent and had a really big mortgage. And the reality is I was probably going to work for another 20 years. And what in the world was I going to do with myself for that 20 years? Because the thought of continuing what I had been doing for another 20 years, just I couldn't even fathom that. That didn't excite me. I was so burnt out. So I think that pivotal point of getting fired um, really made me reflect on myself and my life and what did I want to do with my day. And I spent a lot of time journaling and reading and networking and talking to people and just focusing on what did I want my day to be like? And I would journal about, you know, I want to be able to work out every morning. I want to be able to pick my daughter up from school in the afternoon. I want to be able to go out to lunch with a friend if they're in town. 
I don't want to have to work all day Sunday on work. I want to be able to go out to dinner and not have to work until 10 o'clock at night. And I just started writing about what did I want my life to be like? I wanted time to read. I wanted time to exercise. I wanted time to cook and figure out what my other passions were. So in that journey, I kind of decided that I was just going to take a huge leap of faith and I was going to start an interior design firm. And by making that choice of really how I wanted my life to be and how I wanted to live my life and how I wanted to spend my days, that was really a very pivotal point, which has led me to where I am today. You know, most of us. Well, first of all, I have to tell you, and I, I, I don't know if it's because I was that good or... Uh, I just slid slid by, but I'd never really been fired from any of the major jobs I've had. I've walked off of a couple of them because I thought, I don't want to work for you anymore. But what is it like when you are pouring your heart and your soul and every waking moment into a job and they call you in one day and they say, well, you know, Gene, I got some news for you. And uh, I don't need to go into the circumstances of it, but... But what is that like? Because I'm sure you were blindsided. Um, yes and no. Uh, so I was part of a team of people. We were restructuring our sales force. And at one point, maybe six months prior, I had kind of joked to myself and a few friends, like, I think I might be restructuring myself out of a job. Um, but you never think that's going to happen to you. Um, and you always think that I'll be okay. And I'm really excited about this new job. And I, I was excited. Um, and so the day that it came, I was not expecting it, to be honest. It was a game plan meeting about the next year, and I was on Zoom, and I was not expecting it. Um, and when it first happens, um, and I have let people go in the past in my career, when it first happened, I was in shock. I was like, I cannot believe that this is happening to me. Like, I, this is what I've done to other people, and now this is happening to me, and wow, this is terrifying. I know I have like moments to like get my personal stuff off my computer before I can't anymore. So first you're just in the practical mode of logistics. You know, I'd been there for 12 years. I mean, my personal calendar was on my computer, all my contacts. So in the beginning, it's just task oriented. Like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this has happened to me. And what's my severance? And when does this take effect? Uh, the details. And then you get off the phone and you have a few minutes to think about it and your emotions sway. For me, they did. For me, they swayed from complete anger of how dare they do this to me and do this to me the way they're doing this to me after all the years I've dedicated to them to utter fear of I'm a single parent with a huge mortgage to being completely lost because you don't want to say that you define yourself by your job, but the reality is so many of us do. When people ask us, people don't ask us who we are. People say, what do you do? It's the first question you ask when you meet someone. Oh, yeah. So what do you do? What do you do? Um, and so I had defined myself for so long by being a VP of sales. And then I'm a mother. Um, and so it was, oh my goodness. Now, like my identity is gone. So you go through all these emotions. Um but one of the things that I found to be so interesting from getting fired, because I would have calls with people who called me and I would be in tears, utter tears. And then I would be laughing. And then I would be talking about how much I realized I was so stressed 
And it wasn't until I was able to take a little bit of a step back from my own everyday life that I was able to realize how much stress I was under and how much that stress was actually impacting me as a person. And I literally felt like the first few days, I felt like a huge physical sandbag of weights that had been on my shoulders had been like lifted off of me. And I kept trying to say to people, it's so hard to explain to you this physical change that's happening to my body because my stress is different. And it was really weird. And that started to be very eye-opening. And I really had to tap into my mindset a lot to be like, okay, we need to be open in the trust in the universe here. And this is not going to be the end of the world. You've gotten through other things. Um, but it is ego crushing and soul crushing at the same time. So you kind of have to let yourself go through the emotions of, of being fired and congratulations having never been fired. But I, I do actually tell people that proudly, um, so that other people don't feel embarrassed or ashamed because they too got fired because sure. I actually consider myself really good at my job. And so you can be really good at your job and the circumstances just might not be right for you to be in that job. So don't be so embarrassed or feel like you're a failure because you got fired. It just means that your time and your place in that role has come to an end and it's time to do something different. You know, I don't know about you, but I was also a, a, uh, a manager in my, in my career and I did have to fire several people, several of which came back to me and said, Good God, thank you for getting me out of that place. It's it, true. <laughs> you don't realize it until you realize you've been given a gift. And and there's, there's that, clash, that cliche, right? Like one door closes, another door is opening, and you don't know what it is. And I tell my story proudly because I am living proof of that. If you had asked me the first month I got fired what I was going to be doing three years later, I can assure you it was not going to be that I will have written a book and that I would be on the radio show with you. I would have never thought so. And here we are. And I feel so grateful to be here. Well, and I'm grateful to have you. I really am. And, and you know, I like to, I like to say that uh, 20 years ago, if you would have said, if somebody would have said to me, you know, in 2023, you're going to be on a radio show in Seattle and you're going to be talking with a wonderful gal and we're going to be having a great conversation. I just said, you're high. That's never, I can't <laughs> believe that that's ever going to happen to me. And uh, well, you know, we're both, we're both here and it's really cool. And by the way, I wanted to ask you, were you Ms. Collins or were you Jean when you were working? When I was working, I was always Jean. Always. Ah. Well, and because I just wanted to say that um, my father was an executive with Nordstrom for 30 years and his identity was being Mr. McDonald because oh. he was a he, he was in the upper echelon of of management and he ran children's shoes and he ran ladies shoes for the entire company. And so he was Mr. McDonald. Well, when, and at the late fifties, he made the mistake of saying, you know, I might want to think about retiring one day. The next day they had a severance package on his desk and they Be said, careful well, what you say. I know. Well, here you go. And what, but the problem was, is he'd never been Jack. That's his oh, first Oh, Right. So he'd always he didn't have an identity. And so he had no identity. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so glad that you're here is because I don't want anybody to have that 
as their epitaph, if you will, is that my I used to be. I don't want anybody to say I used to be this or I used to be in charge of a bunch of people and I was Mr. McDonald. I got the John Nordstrom Award and all that. And rather than and then to end his life by sitting on a couch doing nothing. Um, just right. watching it's the stock market and sad and it was it was very sad it and is sad. and so i'm glad that you are moving forward and you're really dynamic in what you're doing and um and you're doing it in a great way and you had no idea that this was all going to happen for you but is it is it something that you let's talk about manifesting does this is this something that you believe that you manifested Oh, a hundred percent. I think once, um, so I truly believe in journaling and manifestation. I think your mind is your most valuable asset and your health, those two things, because without those, you, you don't have anything if you don't have your health and your mind. Um, and with your mind, you can create absolutely anything that you want to. And, and we are our own worst enemies. And part of the book being entitled Two Feet In is because I realized as I was writing my book that I approached things a little bit differently, especially since I was in my 30s. And when I make a decision and I decide what I'm going to do, I just go. I, I go full feet. I'm both feet in. I'm all in. Whatever it is, I'm all in. If I'm starting a business, all in. I'm going to write a book. I went all in with writing a book. If I'm going to get divorced, I went all in with getting divorced. <laughs> it's not just about the career stuff. Um, so, you know, so what I realized in doing that is sometimes you're manifesting things and you don't know what they are. So, for example, when I, you know, started my company, I kind of decided I knew I wanted to be an interior designer, but I had no idea what that really was going to look like. And so my manifestation was focusing on what I wanted my life to be like and how I wanted to feel in my job. And now I write all the, and it's still going, I write all the time about my clients and what are their lives like and what's my interaction with them like and how am I giving back to them and how do I feel about their projects and how do they feel about the service I provide for them? And so I truly believe that I have manifested everything and not everything is sunshine and roses. Don't think that is anyone who owns a business and you can attest to this too, right? Being an entrepreneur, there are days that are really hard because it's you, you and you and you, you and you are responsible for creating your livelihood and paying the bills. And that is incredibly stressful. Um, however, when you believe in manifesting and you believe in the powers that you have and powers of positive thinking, you can take setbacks and look at them very differently and not let them break you and figure out where is the lesson in what I'm learning and why did that setback happen? Why did that person break up with me? Why did that relationship fail? Why has that friend kind of disappeared into the distance for me? You know, why did I not get that job? Um, and then use that learning to make yourself better and make yourself be more of what you want yourself to be. That is phenomenally said, young lady, by the way. Thank you very much for saying that. We're talking with Gene Collins. We need to take a break real quick. Um, but when we come back, we're going to talk more about her mission and what she's doing and the book and and where she's going from here and and also why is it that sometimes people come into our lives, they create something, and then they disappear? 
We're going to talk about that when we come back. You're listening to Positive Talk Radio. Do you need to boost your sales? Join our partnership program. Each quarter, we promote 10 partner businesses. What will you get? The company will produce one 30-second video for your business. Your website links on PositiveTalkRadio.net and KMMedia.pro. One dedicated podcast or radio show per month. One video Instagram reel. One YouTube short. One 60-second clip for social media taken from your interview, and at least one commercial airplay per show. All podcasts and video commercials are within the fabric of the show and will remain in the show forever. Visit kmmedia.pro to book a consultation today. When you want to say more than words, communicate. You can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. For being our appreciated listener, you can use promo code PTR20 at checkout to receive 20% off your order. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. We believe in the power of telling your stories. We want to help yours be seen and heard. At the Pacific Northwest Collaborative Magazine, our purpose is to connect you to your community. Let's begin by celebrating the accomplishments of local artists featured in this brand new digital magazine. Here, you can learn about opportunities to creatively come together and support our local community and neighbors through the gift of art and service. If your business or organization would like to take part in this magazine, message us on Instagram at pnw.collab. You can download our free digital magazine at KM Media Pro today. Thank you to our dedicated fans. We are updating our live on-air schedule to make it super easy for you to hang out with us five days a week, Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We broadcast on YouTube, Facebook, and live on Fridays with Kixie 880 AM Seattle Live. You can find our library to binge all the podcast platforms. We can't wait to see you at 3 p.m. Monday through Friday, starting September 4th, Labor Day 2023. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald, and we've got a great guest here. Her name is Jean Collins. She is an author. She's a budding publisher. She is an interior designer, and she was a marketing and advertising genius for 22 years. And uh, Jean, welcome again to the show. How are you? Thank you so much, Kevin, for having me. I'm great. It's so fun to talk to you. I really, it's a pleasure. So thank you. I really, I got to ask you, because I want you to go back into the mists of time, because you've been manifesting things and your life is changing and it's nowhere near where you thought it was going to be several years ago and it's continuing to evolve and change. Did you have people, because I had a couple, that people in your life that were so in instrumental in changing your the direction of your life and then they disappeared has that ever happened to you oh yes multiple (laughs) times and it's uh, up until even uh, one person in particular up until very recently i really there are actually two people in my life 
um, I really, really struggled with that. Um, as much as I believe in the laws of the universe and abundance and manifestation and that we're creating our lives and people are here for a reason and sometimes it's not a lifetime. Um, I had two very close girlfriends um, that, and one of them I lost when I lost my job and I got fired. And I couldn't imagine how this person who had been part of my life every day for 10 years and, you know, we had had children, <laughs> she had, had children, we'd gone through everything in life. And all of a sudden she wasn't in my life anymore. And that friendship didn't exist. And um, and it doesn't mean that I wish her any ill will. And I don't think she does for me either. I think it just means sometimes people are in your life at a time and a place and they serve a purpose. And she was my rock for years. And I think while I miss that friendship, I think I've realized that I've found that rock in other places. And if she were to call tomorrow, I'm sure we would pick up just like we always had. But I no longer am sad because she's not in my life. And that has taken me, you know, I got fired um, three over three years ago. And that has taken me that long to come to, to terms with that and to be in an okay place. So I think unfortunately people do. And, and that's okay. You have to just recognize they gave you a gift and really look at what that gift is. And you might miss parts of them, but then you have to figure out the parts that you miss. How do you find those in other people? or in other places or within yourself instead of looking outward. And I'll even take it one step farther because I honestly believe that if you, if you have ever read journey of souls by uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Michael Newton and he's a hypnotherapist and he'll tell you that prior to your life, you mapped it out in kind of a way uh, that you wanted it to go. You knew what you wanted to be, how you wanted to act. And then other players in your play, which is what I kind of consider what we're doing, is they would come in and they would say, okay, you know, I'll take that part. That's that's a juicy part. I'll take that one. And then, <laughs> right. take, and then another one says, hey, I'll do this for you because I love you and I want to help you uh, change it. And specifically two instances. The first one was a guy that I met and we started going to learn about spirituality and we read uh, books and we talked and we meditated and stuff like that. And one day he came to me and said, let's do a television show. And I said, well, I don't <laughs> think we can do that, but I checked into it, but we could do radio. He is the one who started my path 22 or 21 years ago of doing radio, which has led me to where I am today. I haven't talked to him in 20 years. Right. And the, but that's the other, okay. And that's perfectly okay because he came in, he had a job to do, he did his job, and then he had other things and other plans for his life. And so he's now in New Jersey or someplace. And the second one was a guy that said, hey, I'm going to go to college in Green River. Why don't you come with me? And we could do auto body. And so we went there and we were standing in line to register. In those days, they didn't have computers, by the way. I and know. So he would go to a little table and he would write you down and, and stuff like that. And anyway, he decided while we were standing in line that he didn't want to do it. 
And so he said, no, nah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to register. And, and so I said, well, let me, I would like to check it out. So I went to the drama table because he was sitting there alone and I, I went into drama and I got to do work on the radio and the radio station there. I was in three plays. I met my wife and my kids and every, and I haven't talked to him in 20 years. Wow. Which is odd given like social media and Facebook and stuff. I feel like I might not talk to people, but I do still stay connected with some of those outliers. Well, you got to remember this was way back in, in before they, we had any of that. That is true, but still sometimes <clears throat> it's kind of nice to reach out and connect with people just because they were part of your past or part of your journey. Even if yeah. it's just, Hey, I, you know what I, today I'm going to be grateful for those people that did come into my life. Um, and just saying a little prayer of gratitude for them and their role in your life, because that does go out and touches them and makes their day, even though they don't know it. Which is, I wish I, I've, I've tried looking for them. I can't find them. Oh. Um, and which is interesting all by itself, but the, the, other, <laughs> the other, they don't want to be found apparently not by me not, anyway. Not by and, you. <laughs> and the other, the other interesting thing was the second guy, his last name was McDonald as well. And we were working in a restaurant at the Double Tree Plaza Hotel at South Center, which is a, a hoity-toity at that time. It was a hoity-toity place, a real nice, real nice hotel. And he decided he was going to go work for another restaurant chain. And I said, well, okay, I'll go do that. He thinks it will make more money and, and stuff like that. Well, a week before we were going to make this decision and go, I got an abscess tooth. Um, and I, my face all puffed up and stuff and, and because I was having, um, an infection and the hotel had health benefits, the restaurant didn't have health benefits. So I couldn't go to the restaurant because I had an abscess tooth and I had to get that taken care of. I believe that also was predestined to happen. Uh, What do you think about that kind of a story? Do you think that happens? I do think it totally happens. I really do. I think you run into people and you meet people and circumstances happen. And, um, you know, I mean, I could have, when I got fired, I could have gone back and started interviewing back in corporate America. And because I made the decision to make a real change in my life, I sit back and I think about, I do this every year at the end of the year. I think about all the people that I have now met as a result of that path change and the people that are now part of my life and have influenced my life and where I am now. And some of it is circumstance, like even writing my book, for example, I got an email one day from a company, they were doing a webinar on how to write a book. And I kind of just thought I'd been sort of thinking about writing a book down the road about design, but I wasn't ready yet. And something in me just said, you know what, just say yes, that came across your desk for a reason. You notice that in your, you know, 300,000 Google emails that I get and have in my inbox, I noticed it. And so something made me say yes. And I went, I was on the webinar. And by the end of the webinar, after an hour and a half, I had a mind map for my book. And I was like, wow, I have enough content for a book. And then I committed that day that I was going to write a book and that it was going to be done in a year. And it was. And so uh, that would have never happened had that email not come across and I just sort of paid attention to it or just said yes to something that I would have normally just let pass. 
And I share this story a lot with people to say, you know, pay more attention in life and pay more attention to the people around you, the things that cross your path. A lot of times they might be there for a reason and you should act on them while they're there um, because they might not come back. And that might change the trajectory of your life. It might be who you meet because you happen to go out to people have stories all the time. I wasn't planning on going out to dinner. I went out to dinner with a friend. I wasn't going to go. And all of a sudden I met the love of my life at dinner. <laughs> and I think if you think about life that way and you're sort of like much more open to, you never know what might happen and just pay attention to the people and the things that happen in life, you can almost be creating some of these changes for yourself. You just don't know it. If you're listening, well, obviously, if you're hearing my voice, you are listening. If you're listening or watching this, I want you to go to, when this is done, I want you to go to YouTube and call a friend who's having the problem deciding what they're going to do. And I want you to have them listen to what Gene just said. <laughs> that is the most important aspect of our lives is to pay attention and to look at why things are coming to you when they're coming to you. Yeah, yeah, you got to do your due diligence and all that kind of stuff. But the important thing is the universe, again, in my opinion, the universe provides you with the opportunities if you will just wake up and pay attention to them. And that's what happened to you. You you read an email and you had a little, I'm sure that you had a little voice in your head that said, yes, you should do that. I and did. So I did. Uh, and then I just had a little validation by going through the process. And I was like, wow, okay. And then I did what I do being two feet in. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to write a book and I'm going to hire a book coach because I don't know how to write a book and I'm going to, you know, I have this mind map. Okay. Wow. I'm going to put time on my calendar every day to write for an hour every day and see what happens. I mean, I have a degree in communications, but uh, you know, my specialty is, you know, public speaking and writing PowerPoints, not writing a book. I never thought in a million years I would write, you know, a 60,000 word book. That was never what I ever thought I would do. Um, and so it really, it is so interesting because I always say to people, the universe speaks. If you're just quiet long enough to listen and you're open to listening and I, every day in my meditations and every morning when I journal, I always just say, I'm just so grateful for trusting the universe and the universe does have my back and remind myself, get out of my head. I'm my one worst enemy. You know, I create all the negativity in my own life. It's all within me and we all do. You know, and so I have to tell myself, like, stop. I'm not perfect. Stop. Be quiet. Don't do that. <laughs> Just don't do that. Don't focus on that. <laughs> Switch gears. It's all about mindset. You know, I mean, I go back and I read sections of my book to myself and I wrote it. So you know, <laughs> we're all a work in progress every single day. Everything is work. Like, don't think there's no end game here. It's life just evolves. But if you just stop and are quiet and listen, um, you know, which I'll give one tip if I have a minute to give an interior design. Tip, you have okay? got a, You've got as much time as you want. Okay. So talking about being quiet. So there's a chapter in my book where I talk about, um, how I interact with my clients and how I try to get them to think about wellness and think about how they feel in their homes, because it's how I design their home is how do they want to feel? And your home is your energy. And it all starts with your home when you wake up in the day. 
you know, in the morning. And it's so important what's going on in your home. And if it's chaotic in your house, you will have chaotic energy. But if your home is calm and peaceful, you will be a much more calm, peaceful person. So talking about being quiet, um, one of the things I always incorporate in any home that I design, and I talk to my clients about this all the time when I first meet them, I say, where do you go to be quiet? Where do you go where there's a do not disturb sign on the door? And everyone needs to have a place. I happen to have three of them in my own home because I believe in this so much. You need to have a place where you can go and sit and quiet your mind. And what you do for that quiet is different for everybody. Some of us love meditation. Some of us love journaling. Some of us love to read. Sometimes I just sit in a chair and look out the window and watch nature. It doesn't matter what it is, but you have to give your brain a chance to breathe and your mind a chance to be quiet and still if you want things to come in. And so making that a priority in your life, one of the ways to do that is by setting aside a dedicated space within your home to take that breath. And that's how people start the path if they don't know how to start a path of mindfulness or mindset or making themselves a priority. I say to people, start right there. Find a place to give your brain a place to breathe and to pause and to have it just be about you and your brain and taking a pause and just listen to what happens. And it might be very busy in your brain in the beginning, but it does calm down. Even if it's not meditation, it, your brain will calm down. And it's the one piece of advice I give to people if they want to know what they should do in their homes. And this can be it can be a corner of an office. It can be the corner in your bedroom. It could be a bench that's at the top of the stairs. It can be anywhere you want. It can be in the basement. It doesn't matter where it is, but it is a place that is yours that when you go and you sit down there or you lie down there, even if it's sitting on the floor on a pillow, you can do it anywhere. It doesn't matter how big your home is or your apartment is. Go get a pillow. Put it in a corner. When you sit on that pillow, that is the moment that you give your brain a chance to breathe. And if you happen to have young children, you might consider it being like your bathroom where you go and you and you and you get into the bathtub and you have a candle and you just let it flow. You for got a it. Moments. Yep. But you just make it a priority and it doesn't have to be forever. It doesn't have to be long. It can just be five minutes. If you can give yourself five minutes for you, then you've made yourself and your mental health and your mindset a priority for five minutes. And that's where you start. And some days you might have 10 minutes. Other days it might only be five, but that's okay. You have to start somewhere. And you being a single mom know that sometimes you only get five. And sometimes you only get five. Correct. You do. But there also are so many times where if you think about it, you know, if you got up 15 minutes earlier, it is 15 minutes of sleep. And I'm a huge proponent of sleep. I've never slept more in my life than I do now in my 50s, even though they say it's supposed to go the other way. You're supposed to sleep less as you get older. But um, I feel better now that I sleep. So I make it a priority. But, you know, sometimes I will get up an hour earlier just to give myself more time in the morning for myself. If, you know, whatever has to happen in my house or my life or my career with my daughter, whatever's going on is going to start really early and get hectic. I will get up an hour earlier just to make sure I have a little bit of that time for myself. And it is unbelievable how much more energized and charged I am because I made myself a priority first. It's like you get on the airplane, they joke about this, you get on the airplane and they tell you always put your oxygen mask on first. It's the same thing. You can't help anybody unless you're well. 
Correct. You can't. You can't. And you need to make yourself well. Well, there ain't nobody else who cares as much about you as you should care about yourself. Correct. A hundred percent. Yes. And you shouldn't be looking outwards for people to make you feel good about yourself either or make you feel that you have value. You know, like the other thing that's been so interesting about this journey and you have the same thing is realizing the value of giving back and how much that gives to us. And people talk all the time about volunteering and how much that gives back to them. And it can be any form of giving to others and how much it can give back to you and how much that can really impact your life in a positive way and make you feel like you have a purpose here. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. And in fact, I believe, well, no, I take that back. I know that there are people that are listening to this conversation and are thinking about this in have been thinking about this in uh, for a while and are looking for a way to be less stressful to calm down and to do the and to do exactly what we're talking about which is why they're listening today it's not an accident that is true it is not an accident everyone you tuned into kevin for a reason whether you know it or not and and they in the beginning they were saying Gene, Gene, I don't know the Gene. I don't know if then, but then now after talking for what, 44 minutes or so, um, they now are saying, yeah, she's got it together. She knows what she's talking about. And uh, which is why, uh, how long has the book been out, by the way? The book came out at the end of July. So it hasn't been out that long, only a few so months. Two, two Feet In is the name of the book. Uh, Gene Collins is the name of the author. And you should go there. It's at Amazon, I'm sure, and all the all the booksellers. And but do do what I highly suggest is if there's a if there is a local bookseller in your neighborhood that's a mom and pop, um, go to them and ask them to order the book for you. Um, it'll 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 do it'll do them good, and it will also do um, it'll do you good as well. So so do that and uh, uh, and stuff. So. Where are you going from here? Do you have another book planned? I don't have another book planned. Um, by doing this, I have decided, you know, I still have my interior design business, which I absolutely love and I'm working to grow. And, you know, that's um, a huge passion project of mine, right? And my job and my career and how I make a living. Um, so working a lot on growing that business. But um, the second thing I'm working on is taking this book and, using it as a platform to become a motivational speaker. And really, I wrote the book. There's a lot in the book that's, you know, I'm not actually a, I don't like to be vulnerable in public with people. <laughs> I am in my life, but I don't like, like, you know, air my laundry out for everyone. But there's a lot of my laundry in the book. Um, as my daughter says, you're not an angel, mom. She's read the book. Um, <laughs> it's not awful, but I am human, everybody. So don't think you're going to get like this perfect person in this book. You're not. Um, I've made mistakes. I've been married twice, divorced twice. That doesn't come without stuff. Um, but I have found that I wrote the book because if I can inspire one person or anyone to make a huge change in their life and they make a change and then they feel better and then they pay it forward and they make others feel better. And, you know, the world is hard right now. It's stressful. And if we can just in our own little 
micro lives, just be kinder to people and take a step back and be happier with the lives that we have, I think we can help others. And so I would love to take this platform and um, have a second career as a motivational speaker. I think you'd be awesome as a motivational speaker. Thank you. I, I appreciate I know. that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll invite you the first time I do it in public. Make sure it's local because I don't get on airplanes anymore. Much. <laughs> well, then I'll have to make sure it is. I've never been to Seattle, so it'll give me a reason to go. Absolutely. You should you should come here and it, it, I'll, I'll take you out to dinner. It'd be fun. And be it would be great fun. But um, and the book that you've the, you've written, how's, how's it doing? Do you know? Um, I do know, you know, it's it's doing great for a new book. I've had great reviews, which has been really fun to see from both men and women and people of all different ages, which tells me that my book resonates with lots of people. I've had lots of people say to me, I can relate to different parts of your book. I can see myself in different parts of your book. And I think that's also what makes it a powerful message. You don't have to see yourself in all of me, but there might be certain times in my life or periods of my life where you do see yourself in me and then you see where I am now. And that really helps inspire and motivate people. So the book has been doing well. I just released the audio version of the book. So it's available anywhere that you can get an audio book and download an audio book. So that was um, quite the journey. I recorded it myself. So wow, that was fun. But you know, another lesson for everyone is like, keep learning, keep growing. That's been so much fun of this book is that I had to learn how to write a book. I had to learn how to publish a book. I had to learn how to promote and market. And I had to learn how to record an audio version and make a podcast. I had no idea how to do that. But it's been fun to learn. And you meet new people and you get new skills. And it's fun. And it's nice to be just energized and have your brain be challenged. So it's good to get out of the rut that are our daily lives and try something new. Exactly. And uh, are you doing a podcast now? I am not. I've just been, you know, I, I've thought about it. I can only do so many, you know, there's only so many hours in the day here, right? So um, I've definitely thought about it, but I have to focus. I have to try to be focused. And so right now I'm focusing on promoting the book and motivational speaking and would love a podcast to come a little bit down the road, though. Well, I'll tell you what, anytime that you want to come online and and talk about you we can have you co-host we can do a bunch of i i just think you're you're amazing thank and you so much you're great to talk love, to it's it's great to talk to you as well and i would love to i would love to have you on more because your book one of these days the the coolest thing about what you're doing as well as what i'm doing i've got 630 episodes of of positive talk radio up and I've, I've talked to some amazing people, including yourself. And, but when you're an author like you are, in three, four, five, 10 years, somebody's going to walk, you, your book is going to be on somebody's coffee table, or it's going to be uh, in their, uh, uh, in, on the bookshelf, or it's going to be at the library, or it's going to be at the secondhand bookstore. And somebody's going to pick it up and they're going to read it and they're going to you're going to change their life. It could be 10 years from now. Isn't that exciting? It is. It is amazing. And it is such a gift. Honestly, I do feel really grateful. And I say all the time, I am so grateful for my creativity um, and for my ability to be able to share my story with others and to be able to have a story to share with a pretty positive 
I don't want to say outcome. I'm not dead yet, but um, the stage I'm in right now is pretty great. And, and I found a happiness that's amazing. And the other thing I found that I share with people is it's not just about being happy. It's a peace. It's an inner peace. And I know that you can relate to this too, because we've spoken about this. It's having inner peace with who you are and what you're doing and where you are in the present moment with your life. And if that can give you inner peace, for people who don't have it, it's like, I want to give it to them. It's like a candy bar or a piece of chocolate. I want you to try it. It's so good. Um, but really having inner peace because you feel like you are where you're supposed to be and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're giving back is incredibly powerful. It's a great gift. And that is a question that everybody that to my knowledge, everybody that I've talked to asks at one point in their life, why am I really here and what am I meant to do and, and how am I meant to be an impact to the world? And those answers, if you ask that question and you then sit and be quiet, those answers will come to you. And it can be being an author. It could be being a poet. It could be being a musician. It could be somebody that uh, volunteers for the food bank. It could be somebody who just is, you could do any of these things just to give back to humanity. And it'll make you, by the way, it'll make you feel good. And, and well. <laughs> when you feel good, that means, it, at least in my world, when I feel good like this conversation, I feel like I'm on the right path. And so it, this conversation energizes me because it's important and it makes me feel good. So I know I'm on the right path, just like you are. Correct. And it's positive. Positive energy attracts positive energy, folks. So try to have as much of it in your life as you possibly can. And don't let yourself stay in the negative at all. When I get upset about something, I give myself 24 hours and then that's it. You got to walk on. You have to walk past. And maybe it takes listening to one of, you know, Kevin's YouTube videos to get yourself back in that mindset. But it being positive, it's so powerful. And it's important for us to all value that because I can tell you this, if you're treating your life in a positive way, it affects every person that you come in contact every day for the rest of your life. It will affect your children. It will affect your marriage if you have one of those. Uh, it will affect um, the, the people you work with. It'll, it'll affect everything around you and including yourself. And I can't think of a better gift to give yourself. Don't you think? That's true. Because you have to make yourself a priority. If you don't, no one else is going to. <laughs> and and most and a lot of us are people pleasers. And so we end up not doing for ourselves when we should when we're doing for other people. And of course. And, and we overdo for them and we underdo for us. And then we get tired and then we don't do good for anybody. Of course. Well, we think it's selfish. Because unfortunately, we are very often raised at a young age to think if you put yourself first, you're selfish. But there's a way to make yourself a priority without it being about being selfish. It's about making yourself stronger so that you can give back to others. Because if you if you fall apart, you can't help other people. And no. I, I, re I really think, um, and I love your opinion, I think you agree with me, but I really think that that being kind and helping others is paramount to why we are really here. Oh, 
of course we're here to do good we're not we're, we're not here to be mean and to do bad things you know and i think anyone who believes in gratitude or manifestation they will always say it's so important to just be grateful and to be kind and smile at someone at the grocery store and see how that makes you feel and see how much you can impact someone else's life just with a smile or just with kind words um you know kindness does kill it's cliche but it is true and if we just all took a few moments to be a little bit more kind especially given the world we're living in um it could make this world a better place I challenge everybody that's listening today to do this for me, please. And that is tomorrow morning when you get up, get up five minutes earlier. And uh, I know, I know. But if you get up five minutes earlier, you get all the stuff you need to get done done. And then you get ready to leave the house. And you leave the house. I want, And you leave and you're standing on your porch or wherever your door is to leave your house. I want you to stop. And then I want you to listen. I want you to look around at the beautiful place that we have that we get to get to call earth in our home and listen to the wind, listen to the birds, watch the cars go by just for a couple of moments, just be part of everything that it is. And you'll find, at least for me, that changes my outlook on my entire day. Um, and it makes it good. Um, what do you think? What do you do? I agree. That? Absolutely. I agree. I do spend time sitting in my special chair every morning and I do spend a few minutes just looking out the window and just being grateful that it either is sunny or it's raining or there are trees and animals and just, you know, the fact that we're human and living here, it, if you really take a moment to think about it, it's actually kind of crazy. Um, so, you know, you can get really in the weeds with all of that. Um, so, but, you know, it's just being appreciative. And if you're just noticing things, it's amazing how when you're just noticing things, you can find things to be grateful for. And that starts your day off on the right path. Absolutely. I've got a minute and a half left in the show. I'm going to set myself aside and I want you to tell our audience anything that you would like them to know. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I, I think I would like everyone to know, you know, take a few pearls of wisdom from what I've said, take a step back, make yourself a priority, make sure you breathe, give your mind a chance to rest. Um, and if you're interested in learning more, absolutely buy my book, Two Feet In, Lessons from an All in Life, and reach out if you have stories to share. Nothing makes me happier than when people reach out to me on Instagram or send me an email and tell me about their stories. And, you know, we all share and we're all just trying to get through life and make our lives better together. So it's great to reach out and share your positive stories. It will uplift my day as much as it will you to share it. So thank you for the time. Your email address. Email address, Jean, J-E-A-N-N-E, at Jermar Designs, J-E-R-M-A-R Designs, D-E-S-I-G-N-S dot com. Also on Instagram, Jermar underscore Designs. And you'll also find her on positivetalkradio.net along with this complete episode, which is also going to go out to 50 or so platforms. And you're going to be on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. It has been my pleasure to have you here. Uh, you, you know, you were talking about being a motivational speaker. You literally have the ability to change somebody's day, change somebody's life. 
uh, with how you, with the way that you talk, the way that you can see the energy and how you smile. It is great to have you here. And I want to thank you, Jean, for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Kevin. It's been truly, it's a pleasure. And it's always great to talk to you. So thank you. And I hope all your listeners have a fabulous day. They had better. It's a rule on this show. So I want to thank everybody for being here. We're going to be back at three o'clock on Kixie, 880 AM. So do stay for that. And by the way, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. We'll see you at three o'clock in the afternoon on Kixie.